Welcome to this episode of Business Acumen. I'm your host, Roy Browning, and our guest today is Matt Obriza with Stefano Insurance. And today, you may think that insurance is a boring topic that you don't want to worry about, you don't want to think about, but Matt's going to illuminate that a little bit for us. He's going to tell us how we really need to pay attention to our business insurance. It can really make a big difference in our lives, in our business lives, even our personal lives. And so, Matt, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, Roy, for having me. And insurance is really important. Everybody says it is, but business insurance especially because it's a little-known fact that we have 5% of the world's population, yet we have 70% of the world's attorneys. Wow. If you think about that, wow. it's, it's so, so pretty... In, so in America, 5% versus 75%. Right, so five, wow. we have 5% of the world's population, but 70% of the world's attorneys. The reason is the system's set up for attorneys to thrive here. We're the only country that if you wanted to sue me, an attorney could take that case with no money out of that person's pocket. They do it pro bono. If I win, then I'll get some money. In another country, if you wanted to sue me, you'd actually have to pay that attorney to take that case to court. So it is uh, the, the system set up to where a lot of frivolous claims do come come to like go into the courts where they really shouldn't. So, you know, with that being said, you have to make sure when you look at your insurance policies that you do have the proper protection because if you don't, you could find yourself in a situation where you could pay big money out of pocket for legal defense. Yeah, I don't think that there's any doubt that we're a sue-happy nation. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. There's not a shortage of that. Yeah. And, and you, you always hear, well, I'm going to sue you or, or whatnot. Uh, we, we do a lot of work with uh, businesses that have the general public come in. We do a lot of chain restaurants. And it's amazing how many people just send in a claim for the slip, trip, fall. You know, I chipped my tooth. I had a claim just the other day that uh, the person had a sandal. It was in the summertime, but she had a hypodermic needle stuck in her toe. But then the question is, well, was that a planted needle or did that really happen? Mm. So trying to discern what's real and what's not is, is a challenge. But again, that's for the insurance experts to help protect the business owner. Yeah, so protection is a really big thing. We obviously, we have insurance for our health, for our home, for our cars, and some of those things are required, some of those things are not. But when it comes to business insurance, what is really the... The key driver, what, what really are we looking for when it comes to business insurance in order to keep us safe and, and why would we want to have business insurance anyways? Well, you know, the biggest thing, you know, I guess starting from the beginning, when you think about an insurance policy, and most business owners have an insurance policy today. They have something that's in their drawer. They don't think about it. But what they really need to do is pull that policy out and don't look at the coverage in the beginning. That's important. But what they really need to do is flip to the end and look at the exclusions. That's what, when I'm reviewing a policy for somebody, I go there immediately. Because you don't know what you don't know. And it's amazing how many times I'll find an exclusion in a policy that's extremely pertinent to a business. I worked with a contractor that he subbed out a lot of work. So he had a business that was plumbing, and he would sub out excavation, electrical to other contractors. It's a big part of what he did. I found an exclusion in his policy that excluded subcontractor work. 
It's really? a major gap. Yeah. So if that contractor, the, the excavator, hits a gas line and our insured is sued, he had no coverage under our policy. Oh, wow. So, again, the exclusions are just so important to make sure that you really know what you have. And then go back and look through all the coverages that you do have just to make sure you have adequate limits. So that's interesting you talk about exclusions. Uh, I've seen you know, some commercials on TV where a tree falls on a car and they say, oh, I'm sorry, but that's a poplar tree and, and your policy doesn't cover poplar trees. That's right. That's pretty pretty interesting that a different tree. But in this kind of scenario, that's that's really interesting that not covering subcontractors, even though that's a big part, and subcontractors we know are sometimes they are insured, sometimes they're not, but that's that's a big liability that you wouldn't want to take if you're the business owner. Right, yeah, and he was really amazed that, you know, he, he did not have a coverage that he would have thought was very fundamental in, in what he did. So, yeah, absolutely. The, the other thing, too, you know, beyond exclusions is you have to make sure you're looking at all the different options. In today's world with insurance, it is very technical. It's very involved. You have to work with a professional that really knows what is available. And what we always recommend and what we like to do is work off of a checklist so we can go through and show clients what they have and then more importantly what they don't have. And why not talk about that stuff before a loss? So if we talked with you on your business insurance and we said, hey, Roy, are you concerned if somebody would ever leave here and they would claim sexual harassment or discrimination or wrongful termination if you had to let them go? Wouldn't you rather think about that now than if that person did leave and they're trying to take a swing at you on yeah. their way out? This is not a good situation. So why not talk about that stuff beforehand? Yeah. Now, one of the things that I love working with you is that it's it's never felt like a hard driving, you have to buy this policy, you have to buy this policy. You've always been very adamant about what is best for us. And I love that you bring up that checklist because it does help to look at some of those scenarios that maybe we didn't think about. One of the things I love working with you is the fact that it, it never feels like it's a sales presentation or you're pushing me hard to drive this new policy because you, you don't want to earn a commission. It, it really feels like you're my advisor. Uh, so why is it important, you know, in your perception to have an advisor like that that's looking at coverages for you rather than going online and just choosing whatever policy you can click? You know, for a personal lines policy, I can see the allure of the ease of going on, quoting it, and just making a quick decision, where as an insurance professional, I still don't think that's the best thing to do. But for a business policy especially, there, there are just so many things that you, you don't know and you cannot grasp on your own, and you really need a true advisor. We take that role in the same light as your accountant, as your attorney. We're going to advise you on what you really do need and what you really don't need or things you just need to think about. At the end of the day, our agency pays out $40 million in claims every single year. So we start the year and when 2019 or 2020 comes around, it's going to be zero. But by the end of the year, it's going to be $40 million paid out in property and casualty claims. It's astounding. We don't know who's going to have the claim. I don't know if it's going to be you or a friend of yours. But somebody's going to have an issue, there's going to be a lawsuit, there's going to be an accident, somebody's hurt, or something's burned up, or a tornado has come by. 
it's like clockwork. It's, you know, actuarially something is going to happen. So we take that role so seriously that we want to make sure that you're properly protected. That's why we take that, that advisor role as seriously as we possibly can because it's so important. Yeah. Wow. So what, is, what are some examples of insurance coverages that people usually forget about in a business scenario? Sure. So one of the biggest ones that's coming up now is cyber liability. Cyber liability is so new, and I always joke around with the underwriters, that they have to create words to call a coverage for what the criminals are doing. So the, the cyber criminals, they, they have no rules. There's no boundaries. They're getting into your business, into your wallet, one way or another, creatively. And we have to find a way as an insurance industry to protect our, our business owners from stuff like that. Cyber is so big being that 70% of the internet traffic out in, in cyberspace or whatever we call it, it's all electronic. So when somebody gets into your system, it's not that they're, they're coming after Roy and JMC brands just because they want to. They have the robotic animals out there that find the cracks. And once they find the crack, they sit in that crack and they kind of see and, and they try to monitor, well, what can I get out of Roy? And surprisingly, they'll sit inside your system for nine months and not do one thing. Really? Until they can figure out the best play to, to get at you. Wow. And if you're a business that has sensitive information, dates of birth, social security information, if you do have a breach, the costs associated with that are $148 for every record that is breached. Really? So you think a business that has 100 records, and that could even be prior clients. So even if you had a prior client and you have that information still stored, and you have a breach, you still have a duty to notify them. And if you did have their social security number or a date of birth or that sensitive information, then you're going to have to provide the credit monitoring and all that. So, you know, $148 is the average per record. So, you know, folks just think, how many records have I had in the past currently? You multiply that by 148, it gets very expensive. Oh, yeah, wow. I mean, you think about a e-commerce store or something that has 10,000 customers. Yep. Wow, that can be insane. Now, in a, a previous episode, we had Emerson on, and you actually work with Emerson a lot. You guys have conferences that you guys give together where he talks about the technical uh, elements of the dark web and cybercrime, things like that. And then you actually talk about how you protect against that. Now, I know when we first met and we talked, uh, I wasn't really tracking anything cyber attack related. Uh, since that time, we, you know, we've looked at coverage options in order to protect mm -hmm. against those things. Now, that $148 uh, that is specifically, if I remember correctly, for alerting the people that they have been a part of a breach and the credit monitoring for them. Uh, uh, but that does not cover the fact that they can sue you Correct. because you lost their information. Yeah, you're, you're, you're exactly right. So that $148, that you know, average number, is just for you know, the, the monitoring, the notification. But yes, if, if they are sued, that, that is called a third-party liability. So with cyber coverages today, there's a first party and then there's a third party. And all the policies that we sell have both of those coverages in there. So first party would be, let's say JMC Brands has a breach 
any expenses that JMC Brands is experiencing because of that breach will be covered up to the policy limit. And then the third party would cover you for those lawsuits if someone, if a group of people decided that they're going to sue you because you didn't do enough to protect their data and their information. Right. The, the other scary part with this is if you just have a breach and you don't know if any information has been stolen, you still have to notify. And you can get into some serious regulatory fines if you do not comply. So what I would suggest is if you do not buy a cyber liability policy, if you ever do have a breach, contact your attorney for the, the client attorney privilege so it's confidential. Uh, there's some le legalities behind that that might provide some protection for, for people. Yeah, now you guys offer protection not only for uh, distributing the information and also for the potential lawsuits, but also the loss of business that you experience during a cyber attack, right? Because you know you're losing trust from your current customers because you have to alert them, and there's there's obviously disruption having to deal with lawyers and absolutely things like that. think about this: if if your local grocery store had a breach, would you really want to go shop there? Ask Home Depot, right? Exactly. So, <laughs> so there there's a, there is a lot of lost revenue in these situations, and and that's a great point that. There, there's so much to the cyber that it takes a lot of time to, to think through those scenarios and make sure that you do have the proper protection. Yeah, and like we said, having a, an advisor like you to help look at those coverages or what's not covered is really vital. So outside of, uh, outside of that, um, there's, there's a lot of other things. What else is something that somebody might not have on their policy that you've seen in the past? Or, or, or do you have any stories you could share about instances where somebody thought they were covered or maybe they were covered and thank goodness? Sure, so one of the coverages that is, it seems more standardized. You know, I've been doing commercial insurance for 15 years and you know, 15 years ago, no one really carried it. Today, I would say 50% carry something called employment practice liability and that's for wrongful termination, sexual harassment and discrimination. And one of the key things with that though is, and it's, it's little known, that you, sh you always should add third-party coverage to that. And what that means is if somebody other than an employee would claim discrimination against you, you would have coverage under that employment practice liability. So it's one thing that is if you do have the employment practice liability, just make sure you have the third party coverage because that one is very important. And a good example of that was we have a, a restaurant insured and somebody came in because there was a help wanted sign. And this, this person asked the hostess, hey, I'd like a, an application I see that you're looking to hire. And the hostess said, oh, we're looking for somebody much younger than you. Really? And obviously that person did not take that comment very kindly and a suit was brought against them for age discrimination. Wow. Now did they really want somebody younger or were they just looking for something you know, different? You know, it's, it's like anything. The intent of when somebody says something is usually much different than the perception of, of how it's said. So, you know, the intent of the hostess was thinking it's a part-time job being a hostess. It looks like you're probably looking for something full-time or higher than this position. Mm. I had another claim where uh, a truck driver was making a delivery and they, he stopped at the client's shop and he says, hey, I have your delivery here. And the lady said, well, here, follow me and I'll show you where you need to take it. 
And he said, I'll follow you anywhere. And again, it was a harmless comment. She took it the, just the, the wrong way. Wow. So again, the, the employment practice liability, it's the one coverage that is, it's impossible to control. You can control your business through employees, training, products. You're providing a safe environment for clients, providing a safe product if you're a manufacturer. But you can't control how somebody feels or if they're having a bad day and they take something the wrong way. And then next thing you know, you're in a lawsuit in a bad situation. Wow. That's not the kind of thing that you think of when you're thinking business insurance. I, you know, I'm always thinking, all right, well, if the you know we have a leak in the ceiling and one of my computers gets ruined, I want to make sure that I'm protected from my physical assets. But right. you know, it's amazing all of the variety that there's insurance coverages for. And um, wow. well, and and kind of to that point, that's what you know. Folks do need to make sure that they work with a credentialed insurance professional. You know, in our industry, you can see there's insurance agents on every street corner. And the sad thing with our industry is you need a 40-hour uh, class to be licensed. Most people think that's enough. Could you imagine yeah. just 40 hours of insurance knowledge and trying to go out and present all these concepts that's and crazy. fit it together? I mean, it, it truly is a puzzle when you look at commercial general liability, auto liability, umbrella, employee benefit liability, employer's liability. I mean, you can go on and on and on. There's so many things and so many creases that if you're not paying attention, your business could be yeah. in grave Wow, that's shape. crazy. If you could share one bit of wisdom for everybody that's watching this about business insurance or insurance in general, what's one little nugget that you just wish that you could pass on to everybody? Pay attention to the details, and if you're not a detailed individual, you really need to find the, the insurance agent that's going to do that for you. And again, I mentioned the credentials being important. Uh, a CIC is a certified insurance counselor. A CPCU is a chartered property and casualty underwriter. A CRM is a certified risk manager. Those, ty those types of folks that have those initials next to their name means that they've gone to additional schooling and training and they've taken their careers seriously, that they're gonna make sure that they protect their client. Their client, that relationship is so important that you know, they're gonna value making sure that you're protected. So that along with making sure that um, you look through a checklist with that agent. Have them show you what you have, but then let them show you what you don't have. Make the decision today if you're gonna to wanna to cover that for a premium or if you say, I'm good, I don't think it's gonna happen, I understand it's a risk, it's a possibility. Getting out of bed is a risk in the morning, <laughs> you know? It's, you yeah. can't stay in bed, you gotta take a risk and get out and, and get after it, so. But again, then you make that educated decision. So when it does happen, if it does happen, you can look in the mirror and say, well, I made the best decision I, I could at the time. I'm gonna live with the consequences and move on. And at the end of the day, everything always works out, you know? Just do the best you can and and keep moving forward. Yeah, and I think one of the things that I took away from when you and I were discussing insurance possibilities was reevaluating the coverage on a regular basis. My company today is very different than my company was eight years ago when we first started, 
And when we met, my coverage was was outdated by four years, and I wasn't even close to covered to the extent that I needed to be, yeah. whether that was through just normal liability or errors, errors and omissions, um, let alone things like uh, company even, vehicles and, yeah. and company Yeah, I was going to say your contents, too. You know, it's, yeah. it's amazing. It's like anything in life. You just accumulate stuff over time, and you really just need to make sure you properly protect that. You know, another thing, Roy, that... Um, business owners should really do is video document all of their belongings. At the end of the day, if you have a total loss and you lose everything, no matter what insurance company you're with, they're going to give you a blank piece of paper and they're going to say, tell me what you had. Hmm. In, this, in this room, how many chairs, how many lights, how many, you know, the decorations on the wall, and you're trying to put your business back together. Yeah. You're not going to want to have to sit here and try to itemize everything out. So that video documentation is so critical just, just to help you jog your memory. You know, it's not the end-all be-all, but again, it's something that you can kind of take a breath, put the tape in, hit pause, and just start writing the things down that you're going to have to do. At our agency, we do provide that as a free service. So we, we do try to provide as many proactive services that we can to clients. With manufacturers, we like to provide a free OSHA uh, mock audit. Oh, wow. So a lot of folks that um, deal in the manufacturing space, if OSHA comes out and finds them, it can be tens, twenties, that thirty thousand dollars, very expensive. So why not have somebody come out and look at it through the lens of OSHA and say, hey, if they came out here today, they're going to get you for this, that, and the other. You can make those changes now before they would come out. Wow. So, I mean, it's, again, there's so much to business insurance that you just have to align yourself with a professional. Yeah, and it sounds like looking at the agency you're working with to see what kind of free services that they offer as well to help with video documentation or OSHA audits, things like that is, is above and beyond just insurance coverage. Yeah, you know, today the, the, agent, the agent model is a little antiquated. Most people are just doing reactive services. I need a certificate. I need um, a change, you know, I'm changing a vehicle. I call my person, they call me back. That's all reactive. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's a bit of a paradigm shift that, you know, you, you really need to be more proactive. Think through coverages before they happen. Do the Makosha audit, do the video documentation. If it does happen and it's gonna happen to somebody, again, going back to my $40 million every single year, yeah. somebody's gonna have a claim. Who it is, I don't know, but I got to do the best I can to cover the people that we do work with. Yeah. Well, Matt, thanks so much for joining me on the show today. We covered a lot of ground, but man, what valuable information you brought to us today. Thank you so much for that. How can the folks watching get a hold of you? Yeah, thanks for having me, Roy. Best way to get a hold of me would be my email, matt at disagency.com, or visit us at our website, disagency.com. And I look forward to helping anyone that I can. Awesome. Thanks so much for being here, and thanks for watching. To learn more, follow us online at summitup.biz. If you found value in this podcast, please leave us a review. See you next time.